Good morning, Catharsis. I hope it hasn't been very hot for you. Yesterday was a very sweaty day, and sitting down to try and talk anything about the heat yesterday was very difficult, but here we are, early, fresh in the morning, ready to spit down some new ideas. And along with that, think about it. New ideas. What is the common number one thing that in any walk of life people will come along or come across come across that is challenges? Adversity, diversity, roadblocks, stumps. You know, anything that gets in your path. And often when something goes against you, man, I hope you can't hear my neighbors. (laughs) But oftentimes, you know, adversity is mostly, I think... It's mainly not understanding what that is, which is why it causes such a problem. Um, In school, it's maybe not um, understanding a subject or in a friendship, maybe it's something something that you aren't seeing between the two of you in in an argument. You're not seeing the other person's side instead of talking to each other, because in an argument, sorry, excuse me, but in an argument uh, between the two people, the only objective is to, um, how do I phrase it? The only objective between two people arguing is who's right by being loud, who, you know, who's the loudest, who's talking the most, who is getting the other person to decide to be start um like be quiet and then they win the argument instead of coming back to the original problem which was the, you know there there's something between the two of us that is in disagreement and it's causing a conflict that we neither of us can move past so instead of trying to resolve it coming to an agreement or understanding at least they like to just try and you know, it, when it, when it's talked about, then it, and then the conflict starts to trigger the thoughts or ideas that basically, hmm, it, it depends on what's said, but something about it triggers the other person into thinking, you know, they're under, at least in the primitive, you know, reptile brain. It makes them think that they're under attack or there is some threat perceived, which is why people like to, like to you know, raise their voice, yell, talk more, try to neutralize the enemy or target, whatever. Which comes from the, you know, the arguments, uh, what is it, sparks. The argument sparks from disagreement because the lack of understanding 
you know, we're going to take two examples. One from a more gifted, you could say, perspective, and then one from more of a, um, how do I phrase it? One from a, uh, you'll see, okay. Number one, we have a, hmm, I don't even know how to say it. Because there's so many different examples that I could use, I just, it's not coming to me, but. People, when they see or meet a new culture, Let's say, ooh, okay. Let's say an American. Doesn't matter who, you can imagine anyone. An American goes to Japan. Gets on, there, there's many buses in Japan, I think. Who knows? Not, no, not buses, train. There's a lot of trains in Japan. Now, there's a cultural, and people often, I think, should know about this. You know, before you travel to a country, you should know the social norms. You should at least speak enough language to get you to place to place or, you know, to feed yourself. <laughs> Basically how to survive, but, you know, you should research differences in culture for that understanding. Back to what we were talking about. But an American goes to Japan. You know, let's say they're somewhere... Like a little rural, so not not in like a, the main big city like Tokyo or Osaka, I think. Let's just say they're somewhere like in like a countryside or something, a little town, and they get on a train, and then their friend calls them. They answer the phone, and they start, you know, talking. They start having a conversation over the phone, and to them, nothing is wrong. But quickly they might understand that people start looking at them awkwardly or funny and giving them kind of rude stares because in Japan it is like a cultural norm that everyone is quiet on the bus or train. It is, you know, like a rule you're supposed to be quiet, respect other people's like peace. And people often read on those trains. It's, it's so quiet. You know, people don't talk or they whisper and then, you know, it's not like it's totally different than in, in the Americas. And then, you know, that traveler runs into problems obviously because they you know they didn't know and it's the same <clears throat> it's it's the same thing with like anywhere people often now think with me here this this might open your perspective but seemingly nothing happens for no logical reason when we can't understand why something happens, it let's realize that not everything doesn't need to happen for a reason. There, 
never when when something naturally happens there's never intent or motive behind it which is why we can't understand it like for say you know plants plants in the fall just die right that's that's because they store energy for the winter they lose their leaves and then they hibernate basically trees at least and so before that it it just made no sense people didn't know trees oh well you could imply but back to what i was saying you know not everything needs to happen for some logical explanation but when people say things happen for a reason i've seen this a lot of times you know somebody's grandparent dies somebody will comment everything happens for a reason you know what they mean is your grandma didn't die because she didn't she wanted to or something right uh, like speaking if they died obviously not a suicide but on like that that phrase everything happens for a reason that is looking in contrast to what happens after the event someone dies they go through grieving loss um they go through the five stages of grief i think it is and then after that they start to you know grow as a person you know it forces growth you know that consequence you know people think consequences like always oh, a negative thing consequences are just things that happen in relation to the the first event so let's say hmm, many different examples i could use let's say you're working a job and Okay, no, no, no. This, this will be more, I think, um, what is it, relatable. You're in school and there's a transfer student. All the way from, let's say, hmm, let's think of a country. We'll say, hmm, somewhere in Europe. No. Mm. Bear with me now. We'll just use Africa as an example. You have an African student from somewhere, right? They come to the Americas and their whole perspective changed. Because, you know, using a stereotype here, everyone thinks Africa is really poor. Now, it is poor, but not everywhere is poor, obviously. But often you'll see from, and I'm not just using Africa because, you know, Africa is poor, but, like, people from, aside from that, thinking aside from that for a second, people from, from countries that aren't necessarily, um, what is it, economically well. People from poorer countries compared to the United States or anywhere, you know, Cuba, 
Africa. Um, what are some poor countries? Half of these are in Africa. Hold on. Why are they all in Africa? <laughs> Please. I need examples. Okay, whatever. But you'll see people... And you can see this even in the States. Even in rich countries. You know, there there's poverty somewhere. And so... You'll see from people who have almost nothing to people who who have you know a lot you know there's a difference in perspective and there's a humbleness to having almost nothing because it forces you to it's like um everything happens for a reason F from coming from or coming from poverty you are for, uh, forced, not first, you are forced to accept your position in economics. Or at least in the moment. Because every, everyone can kind of, you know, improve their their surroundings. <laughs> but from, learn, from accepting that you come from very little, you learn to appreciate everything else that comes you know, into your life. It's it's often why a lot of people like to like rich for example, rich big rich YouTubers like to give away a lot to the not so well doing people. And you see it like like it, it brightens that person up because they Never in a million years would they ever think that they would have something like that. Like, like if they gave away a house to a homeless person. And that, that homeless person, before that, like like the week before, he was thinking day to day, like, I lost my house, uh, I lost everything, you know. And to most people, they just kind of start to appreciate life because it, they have nothing except their own life. Everything happens for a reason. But it's not about happening and the reason. It's about what you learn from those consequences. How you grow as a person. This is already getting lengthy. Let me take another five minutes. So, when you are forced into coming with something new, you are at adversities. Let's say culturally, um, economically, or not economically, financially. Culturally, financially. Um, you know, thinking. Politics. People often come to clashing ideas, colliding ideas, or, or a less, a more minor, um, let's say scale, different interpretations of something. Um, the book, the author wrote this and wrote that, you know, specifically here because it means so and so. 
another person says no right there when they wrote that when they wrote you know whatever um it meant something else different ideas and what that causes mainly is a clash of ego i interpreted the author correctly because i think of myself as a smart individual no you're wrong i interpreted the author this way because i've read his books i am more acquainted with him i i know how he writes and how he thinks despite him never meeting the author and you know between those two ideas you know aside from who is right or wrong does it matter the point should be to, <clears throat> not to decide who is correct but instead to try and open your perspective to see why another person interprets something else like that so i'll wrap this up and make a part 2 just so i can go further into the idea of perspective I'll probably title this how to grow as a person or challenges but essentially it's 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 a little difficult it's a little di it's very difficult I should say it's it's a very difficult skill to see the world as someone else sees it this is why poets are or used to be so very famous in certain civilizations or societies because they would shape and dictate how people perceive the world for the better or worse for example this is a big example now i will try to give an explanation when i bring up this example because it is a big topic but take you know like like almost everything i say in my episodes take it with a grain of salt even though i've never said that you know take it in perspective try to see it from my perspective now religion whether you believe in a god or gods aside from that fact what many religions tend to do is teach people how to live morally correct now that might spark a lot of controversy what i just said but try to look aside from that the bible excuse me the bible never at least i think depicts you know everyone you know it, it never specifically states transgenders or anything like that and maybe it does you know maybe it does include um homosexual people um poly people you know anything that isn't straight obviously or that isn't um male or female you know non-binary asexual whatever or not asexual i don't know i don't know a lot about that right but i, I try not to let it get in my way maybe the bible does say something but it does teach a lot of good morals 
in any faith or religion. You know, just, just letting that out there. Because people often disagree with religion, and that's okay. Right? Because at the end of the day, it doesn't affect you. I mean, the religion itself, the idea, the concept, no. When you see somebody who's Christian harassing a gay couple, it's not the, you know, <laughs> the Bible going against those people. Or it, even if it does, you know, saying it's writing. Because in concept, you know, God loves everyone, whatever, right? You know, it, it's, you have to look at the individual it's themselves. You can't, I mean, because a religion is an idea at its, at its very core. You know, despite it, if you believe in God's gods, God or gods, it's an idea. You know, everything is an idea, even if it's real or not. You know, uh, time travel, you know, that, that relativity, how to go somewhere that's in the past, you know, that's an idea, you know, whether it exists or not. So think about that. Think about how everything is seen as a different person. And that's how everyone becomes a different person. As the philosopher Immanuel Kant said, and I'm paraphrasing, I don't have his direct quote, but everything is only seen as a bias. We, we never interpret things in their most not raw and natural form, which means we can never perceive the real beauties of things. You know, I see chocolate, you know, and I hate chocolate because I had a bad experience with it. Let's say it melted in my pocket when I was in kindergarten once and everyone laughed at me. And it's very traumatic. I had to throw away the jeans, but people called me, uh, without cursing, um, mud something. You know, whatever. <laughs> Mud butt. I, um, and so I might hate chocolate, despite, you know, if it's good or not. People hate dark chocolate. You know, people who hate uh, licorice. And I'm not talking, people, I'm not talking cherry licorice. I'm talking about, you know, real licorice, black licorice. People hate black licorice. Why? They eat it. It tastes horrible. Um, if it tastes horrible, you're horrible difference in ideas don't let what something thinks of like don't tie it to someone as a person because that's just their idea that's just what they think and that might make them a bad person but typically if they are a more considerate and thoughtful person if you try to have a reasonable conversation with them they might adjust 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 they might change their ideas to try and see your perspective or even if they can see your perspective they might hold their perspective because of their um past experiences and that's just how they get by you know that okay this is getting lengthy but i'll make it mm, maybe i won't but despite if i make it part two or not Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope it has inspired some 
thoughts and ideas. Um, thank you for waiting. Follow us on our social media and website. And see you guys another week.